Well, happy Easter, everyone. We've had a really good morning so far, haven't we? Um, Could I have my slides up, please? Um, So I'm going to speak to you this morning about what are your expectations, okay? So you might have come this morning, you thought, okay, I'm really looking forward to being with my family, being with church friends. Um, You might have come this morning thinking, oh, I've got to get home and get the dinner done as soon as possible. I've got family coming. Uh, There might be lots of thoughts coming um, to your head. And the stories that we're going to look at today is looking at the women at the tomb and about the disciples on the road to Emmaus. And they had expectations as well. They had certain expectations. They'd been with Jesus. They'd seen the miracles. They'd seen um, him working. They've heard his teaching. But they had certain expectations. So we're going to look at Luke 24, verse um, 1 to 8. And this is the women at the tomb. Luke 24, 1 to 4. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. Amen. Remember how he has told you while he was with you in Galilee. The Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. So these are the women that have come to the tomb. They rose up early in the morning, um, and they've been with Jesus, and they know his teachings but what were they expecting when they come there? They were expecting to see a body. So would they come to their surprise when there's no body there? And the angels appeared to them and said, Why do you look for the living among the dead? What are you looking for this morning? What are you expecting this morning from God? When you come into this place, what are you expecting? So let's look at the second passage. So this is Luke 24, on the road to Emmaus. Luke 24, 13 to 26. Next slide. On the road to Emmaus. Now the same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking with each other about everything that had happened. As they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus himself came up and walked among them. But they were kept from recognizing him. He asked them, why are you discussing together as you walk along? What are you discussing as you walk along? They stood still, their faces downcast. One of them named Cleopas asked him, am I the only one visiting Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened there in these? What things, he asked, about the Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and all the people. The chief priests and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death, and they crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. And what is more, it is the first day since all this has taken place. In addition, some of our women amazed us when they uh, they went to the tomb early this morning, but they did not find his body. They came and told us they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. 
Then some of her companions went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said to them, but they did not see Jesus. He said to them, how foolish you are and how slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Did not the Messiah have to suffer these things and enter into his glory? So there's three types of expectations that I want to pull from these um, scriptures. So you might be like them disciples on the road to, um, road to uh, Emmaus today. You may be feeling downcast. You may be feeling that defeated mindset. These people felt defeated. They'd been waiting for this prophet. They'd been waiting for the Messiah to come. And they've heard all these good things, but that he was crucified And then they're hearing stories about him not being there. And yet they still don't believe that he is risen. Same with the women who came to the tomb. They came early, ready, expecting to preserve a body. They were expecting again to see a body. So maybe today you might be filled with certain doubts. You might have low expectations. You might have past expectations that are maybe out of um, out of experience. So the first form of um, expectations I want to look at, number one, is normative expectations. What are normative expectations? So the women rise up really early. They get ready. They bring their spices with them. Why were they bringing spices with them? Well, they came prepared with them spices. They had these expectations that they had to follow the Jewish custom of the time. How did you come to church this morning? Did you come out of routine? I know I've done that before. Coming out of routine, okay, this is my week, this is my Sunday. Or did you come expecting that God's going to move in our lives today? Who's expecting for something today? Who's expecting that today is going to be a day of breakthrough? On Resurrection Sunday, what a day of breakthrough. Who's expecting that salvation might come in their midst? Who's expecting that this week is going to be different from the last week? So these women came with a normative expectation. We run this risk of coming through routine based on what we know, what we experienced. One time I remember that I went to um, church And I was just um, inviting a friend to church. And in my head, I thought, okay, maybe if I get them used to church, this is a different church I was attending. If I get them used to church over time, they might, you know, get used to the craziness that goes on. Um, I'll give them a soft Sunday. And I took them to a Sunday where um, there was a uh, visiting choir who were coming to do a presentation. I thought, okay, let me see what happens from this. And I brought a friend along to church that Sunday with very normal expectations that it was just going to be a nice Sunday. And this um, choir presented a song, and we could really feel the Holy Spirit moving. And at the end of the service, the pastor at this particular church had said, if anyone wants to come and give their lives to Jesus, please come to the front. Suddenly, I've seen this friend that I've only met a couple of weeks ago and not even shared the gospel with yet, just come to the front. The gospel wasn't shared from the front. It was a song, but the gospel reached that person still because our God has, um, he has exceeded our expectations. We've got to get out of the routine of the formula 
of God does things this way, he does things this way. He wants to come out of that box. He wants to come out of that um, routine that you're facing right now. He wants to shake things up in your life. Are you prepared to him to shake something up in your life? We so easily conform, don't we? We follow the patterns of this world. We get stuck into routine. What mindsets are you carrying this morning? Maybe you tell yourself, okay, my dad does things this way, my mum did this way, um, my aunts, my uncles, my children's, it's always been this way. But no, it's not always been that way. Just because your family was broken doesn't mean you're going to have a broken family. Just because you have a history of alcoholism in your family doesn't mean that's going to be your portion. Just because you've had um, divorce in your family doesn't mean that's going to be your portion. Just because your family couldn't keep down a job doesn't mean you're going to have that problem. You've been grafted into a new family. You are a new creation this morning. We don't have to follow the norm. We don't have to follow the routine because we are expectant for more. We are expecting from more. What happened to these women at the tomb? They, were, they came expectant to just preserve, preserve, came expecting to prepare a body, but actually they met with an angel and they met with the later on they met with the resurrected Christ. Do you want to meet with the resurrected Christ this morning in all His glory, in all His power, in all His dominion? Amen. So the second form of expectations, if you're making notes or following along, is past expectations. Notice that these women took spices. Why did they take spices? Well, spices were used in these days to um, delay the decaying process of the body. Is there something that you are delaying the decay of in your life? Is there something you're grieving this morning? You're holding on to something in the past that's painful. God didn't move in that area. God didn't move in that area. I've still not seen breakthrough. They prophesied this. They said this over my life and it's still not happened. Are you holding on to that? Are you grieving that? Are you ready to receive a resurrected king this morning? What pain are you carrying from the past? How is that impacting your expectations You're coming into this place thinking, well, if God moves, if God moves, what about, no, God will move. He will move. We need to apply faith. We need to apply faith so we can see God move. Because if not, when he does move, we won't even recognize it. Just like on that road to Emmaus, they didn't even recognize him. They were preventing from seeing what God is doing. And because of past expectations, because of what you've allowed to die and the things that you're grieving today is stopping you from receiving the fullness of what God has got for you. Thirdly, we have limited expectations. God is abundantly able to do more than we can ask, think or imagine. So this is from 19. So what things he asked about Jesus of Nazareth, they replied, he was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and all the people. And then we skip to 25. It says, he said to them, how foolish you are and how slow to speak, sorry, and how slow to believe that all that the prophets have spoken. Did the Messiah have to suffer these things and enter into his glory? 
Notice that they said he was a prophet. And Jesus responds, I am the Messiah. This is limited thinking. What is a prophet? A prophet comes to give a message of God. But a Messiah is the solution to all that they've been waiting for. Do you see the Messiah today or do you see the prophet today? What is the Messiah? He is going to reveal himself more and more. I believe I'm prophesying that he's going to reveal himself in the fullness of his glory to you this week. Father, we just speak. I'm just going to pray. Father, we just pray that you reveal who you are, the fullness of your glory, that we will see your victory in our lives because we walk in your victory. We honor you for your victory. We honor you for your defeat over death, Lord. And Father, we just pray that you'll give us fresh revelation this morning of you as the Messiah, the one that we've been waiting for, the solution to all our problems, the one that has conquered death and there is no going back. Not the one that is to come, but the one that is um, is come and will come again. So reading from John eleven twenty five, this is a well-known scripture to us. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me through... He may, though he may die, he shall live. Do you believe that he is the revelation? So, is the resurrection this morning? He is. I am the resurrection. I still am the resurrection. I still am the resurrection. He's still revealing himself to you. He still gives life. He still gives hope. He still won the victory over what you're facing right now. Do you see it? Do you see it? Do you see it? He is the resurrection. We are living in the resurrection, not the defeated God. He is the God that has conquered all things. There's no circumstance that he can't, he does, that overwhelms him. There's no circumstance that you're facing right now that is too much for him. And what's more, he's already in that victory. It's already finished. What do you say? It is finished. So let's just declare over a situation. Just think of a situation this morning. Say, it is finished. It is finished. Say it with me. It is finished. The victory has won. Thank you, Jesus. So why do we need to surrender these false expectations that I've mentioned about, these limited expectations, these past expectations, these normative expectations? Why do we need to do that and step into resurrection life power? Number one, we can overcome earthly expectations. Do you believe that? Romans 8.11 And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his spirit who lives in you. The spirit of God is living in us. He's present with us right now. For those who believe in him, he lives in us. The same power that rose Jesus from the dead lives in us today. We are in the presence of the resurrection power this morning. Thank you, Jesus. He wants to give healing to your body this morning. Those of you who are sick, he wants to give healing. That resurrection power is going to give life to your mortal bodies. Father, I just speak over anyone who is sick this morning. We pray resurrection power. Rise up. Bring life to the uh, mortal bodies. 
Father, healing for, for the brain, Lord. We just speak any healing for those who've had confusion, maybe mental health issues. We just speak that resurrection power to overcome all um, mortal, all earthly expectations. He wants to overcome death in our lives. What is it that's death in our life? What is the pain that's in our life? What is the the heaviness that we're carrying today? Let's come and leave it before this cross today and receive something more of him. Secondly, why do we need to step into this resurrection power? We have been commissioned Notice that in Mark 16, 14 to 15, it says, Later Jesus appeared to the eleven as they were eating, so he now appears to the disciples. He rebuked them for their lack of faith and their stubborn refusal to believe those who had seen him after he had risen. He said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel of all creation. God is going to give you to the nation. He's empowering you this morning to preach the gospel that first of all, we need to get rid of all that faithlessness. We need to get rid of any false expectations we're carrying. Jesus wants to reveal himself more and more to you and he wants to use you more and more powerfully in the weeks to come. If you just surrender them things that are barriers, surrender the things that are holding you back. So, You may have faith that's based on what you've experienced this morning. It may be based on the past, what your family has said about you, maybe what's in your bank account. You may have faith that's based on what others have said about you, what is normal. But God wants to give you a new gift of faith this morning. He wants you to step into life and let hope awaken again in your hearts. Now, I don't know if if you are here for the first time or you've been here. You might know of Jesus. You may have heard stories. But just like on uh, the passages that we've read today, we just pray that you will know God as Messiah today, not just a prophet that you've heard good stories about, but as the living Messiah, the one that died for you. We believe and we celebrate that today, that he died for you and he died in place of you for what you had done in order that you would receive eternal life I'm just going to ask the rest of the band as well to come and join me as I pray to close this message if you could just um, close your eyes just for a moment of privacy and just as a prophetic act could we just open up our hands as well just give over to God anything that you know is holding you back Father we just give what it is that is uh, low expectations, we give over what is uh, past expectations that is stopping us from receiving the fullness of who you are Lord we know you are able to do all things and today of all days we celebrate the fact that you've had victory over death You've had victory over all pain. You've had victory over sickness. You've had victory over any demonic principality that tries to come this way. You have victory over everything. Everything is under you. Everything is through you. 
Father, we surrender what it is that's keeping us back, Lord. And if we don't know, Holy Spirit, reveal what it is that's holding us back. And we step into resurrection life this morning. We step into your goodness and receive something new of you. In Jesus' name, amen.